would he do if he were here now? Creeping down a path in the grounds of a house in the night time. Cause the only way to do it is to sneak around under cover of darkness to a carriage house. Careful where we step now, weasel safety checks now, paying our respects now. This is how we celebrate his life with the dab of memorial heist. Magic items promise if we get inside, what will we find? What's on the cards? Will there be guards? Will little notice ill described? For this adventure, we are hyped. It's what our late friend would have liked. The adventure continues. So, you can see inside, and although this it's just a small crack, so you can't obviously see the entire um, the entire floor, the entire building. Um, you can see sort of directly ahead of you. You can see the carriage um, that you would assume to be uh, stored here, um, and you can't really see anything else. You sort of move side to side to try and sort of see round into the corners and stuff. You sort of feel like you can see something off to the right corner, as in part of the building, um, sort of top right corner, uh, as we're looking at the map. But you can't really make out details at the moment, but you sort of see that it's ever so slightly differently designed there. Interesting. Right, I'm going to try and pick the lock. Okay. Can I have a sleight of hand from you then, please? Yep. Now, I had my proficiency as well, don't I? Because you do, the... you do have a proficiency because you're yeah. using thieves' tools. So, Diesel, yeah. um, Dabov taught you how to use those, so, so you can use your plus, proficiency on those. Plus seven. Here we go. Come on, boys. Oh, nice. Twenty-three. Oh. You insert your tools uh, into <laughs> the um, into the lock and start wiggling it around and, and, and doing the things that Dabble would have taught you over the last few weeks. Don't besmirch his memory, for God's sake. Um, just looking for that familiar click that you've been taught how to, how to um, interpret. <laughs> Nothing happens. Oh. Wow. Is it because it's already unlocked? <laughs> no. Mm, so either this is some kind of serious master lock or it's magically locked. I will try and convey that to Krill and Quinch through okay. whispers and hand gestures. Okay. Um, Quinch obviously, <clears throat> Quinch immaculately understands you. And sorry, is is there there are cracks that you can see into the into... Oh, yeah. so a, as 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 the two as the two sort of doors meet, there's like a, just a little gap between the two doors that yeah. you can see through. Do I still have that owl mask that gives me night vision? You do. <laughs> you have you have goggles of night, yes, but that that won't necessarily help you because all that will do is make you be able to see in the dark. Which which um, Dweezil can already do. Okay, I'll put the goggles on. Um, okay. I step up to the crack slowly so as not to make much noise, and I okay, activate. Can I a... Oh, can I, have a, can I have a stealth roll then, please? Here we go. Oh God, I'm rolling like fire tonight. Uh, Fifteen. 
Okay, that's with that's disadvantage. Fine. I was going to say, we interpret fire differently. Um, that's fine. You, man- you managed to get yourself up to the doorway and look through. Okay, I look through and I activate my clear gem, uh, which is my wind teleport gem. Uh, I'm going to teleport inside the carriageway. Bloody hell. Bloody hell. Quinch doing something. Here we go. Woof. Woofies. Larry's going to get Woofies. locked in with whatever's right. in there. No, I'm <laughs> yeah. glad. No. Could be a suicidal act. <laughs> the, the the final ballad of, of Quinch. How much was that gem worth? 200, wasn't it? Two, two, 200 gold piece gem. How much does Krill wince when uh, <laughs> Quinch uses it? Um, Krill, using whispers and hand gestures, suggests we'll just fuck off now. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so where where are you teleporting? Just inside the door? Yeah, inside the door, ideally not fusing myself with a magical object. The whole shed's a mimic. Okay, you can... <laughs> You you can you can see that there's a sufficient gap between you and uh, sorry between the door and the, and the carriage. So I'm just going to say that you just sort of appear the other side of the door. Um, okay, so then in which case you should now see the following. Interesting. So you're inside inside the um, the carriage house itself. Uh, in front of you, you you see um, a. Uh, obviously, you can't see colour or anything like that with the goggles of night. Essentially, you can just see shades of grey. Um, you can see uh, a, a, a well-maintained, um, but 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 equally very plain-looking carriage. Um, all around the room, you see um, sort of hay and stuff like that, where you know presumably you know the, the horses would be led here from time to time. To obviously, uh, set up with the carriage. Okay, guys, I know why they call it a carriage house. <laughs> Um, just saying, from the top-down view on Roll20, which our viewers will see when you share the maps when we say this episode's coming up, it kind of looks like a car, because the wheel on the back looks like a steering wheel in front of a seat, and then it's got two exhausts coming out the back bit. That's very, <laughs> very true. Very true. Very true. It's not a car, though. It was, the best, it was the best token that I could find. So, uh, yeah, I was working with what I got. Um, but you're right, yeah, it does look very much like a steampunk car. Um, but yes, uh, so you find a carriage in front of you, um, and then the thing that Dweezil could see but not see properly was up in the um, up in the uh, northeast corner of the room um, is a small doorway which leads up to, you presume, the uh, second floor. Or the first floor, as we English people would call it. Okay, interesting. Um, I'd like to examine the if there is any kind of lock this side of the door. There's. Um, you turn around and have a look at the door, and uh, you can see no lock this side of the door. Interesting. Just two fairly sturdy-looking wooden doors. Um, are you walking around? Not yet. No. Okay. Um. Okay. I've done um, that thing where I've I've taken hasty action and not known what my next course of action is, but I am in here now, and that's good. I will just check that the doors won't open. Okay, you sort of just what are you doing to do so? Uh, how? What are the doors? Are they like two double doors with hinges either side? Yes, yeah, just imagine your, your stereotypical, like, barn doors, essentially. 
Uh, I'll two, try two, and two large wooden doors. Whatever the opening mechanism is, I'll I'll try and use the traditional opening gestures. Okay, so you can see from this side that there is like a little ring sort of handle um, with a little latch on it. Um, the from this side you can't see any hinges, so you assume the hinges. Not that you've paid attention to it, but the hinges are on the outside, so you would know that it would open outwards um, towards towards the outside. Um, and yeah, so you sort of gently lift the the, the ring handle, yeah, un- unlatching it, uh, and you push against it gently or hard. How how you? Oh doing God, this? always gently. You've got to treat them with yeah. You you push against it and you you it, they move for you know a centimeter or so, but then it it's just resistance. You can you can feel that there's something blocking it from closing uh from um from opening you're not stood directly uh next to the door are you you're not blocking the door are you because i'm trying to open it and it's 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 moving about a centimeter but that's about it uh i mean i don't think that me stepping away will help but i'll i will kind of just back off a few inches try again you try again and you get the same result Okay, no, I think it's it's got some sort of force that is stopping it from opening. What what do you think I should do, Dweezil? Do you want me to investigate within here? I don't know what's for the best. I mean, I thought my my gut feeling is. Can you see any other way in? Uh, I'd like to investigate that. Okay. You start. Uh, can you roll me an investigation, please? Yes. At advantage. At advantage. Mm. Oof. The dice have turned. Uh, eight. <laughs> um, you don't find anything. You don't find anything from, uh, yeah. You, you you don't see anything from this side. I can't find a w- another way. What is the duration of time on my portable windows? Uh, yeah, I was going to say this. Uh, it's once they're placed, you get a minute. Okay. But obviously, once you, sm- I mean, once you smash them through, they're they're permanent. Oh, but it has so, to be smashed through. So once you. No, no, no. So you can. You, so yeah, I, I probably need to slightly reword this because I'll probably there's some things I've forgotten to put. So basically, as they are, they're just they're just folded pieces of fabric or something, right? Yeah. You can put them up. You can essentially unfold them, put them against a um, a wall or something like that, uh, and that magically reveals a window that you can see through. You can see through to the other side. Okay. That will last. That will last a minute as is. But if you were to break that and essentially make it would make it a permanent portal through to the other side. Okay, and I'm assuming that obviously breaking it would come with some noise. Unless you're aware of silent glass breaking, then yes. Yeah, I am. Oh, interesting. Okay, um, shut up. Bart. What I'm gonna do? I'm gonna, I'm gonna sort of tweezel, <laughs> Yes, mate. And sort of get his attention enough that he can hear me talking to him. I'll probably shuffle along the path, but not onto the cobbles or the or the loud path. Dweezil, 
I I have a window. Um but it might be loud. I think I think smashing a window might be quieter than kicking a door in. What do you think? I I I it, it's your choice. It's not though, is it? Because I just asked you what you think, Krill. I'm giving you some agency here. Don't. <laughs> um, I would like to use the window, but if it does go tits up, can I not take the blame, please? I mean, I do, I do enjoy the, the tremendous irony that we're breaking into this carriage house to retrieve a magic item, and in order to do so, we're willing to um, consume already. Uh, one magic item and now a second magic item in order to retrieve one magic item. What we're essentially doing is gambling magic items. Uh, I never told him to use that. Yeah, you, you're just cha- changing them. Yeah, yeah, you're just changing them. Um, best, um, yeah. yeah. Um, Let's do it. Ne- the, 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 I was going to say Nathan. I don't know who Nathan is. Um, we 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 have we have found through good fortune these items which have been bestowed upon us to, to use in such times where we where we see no other solution. Um, let, let's use them. What are we saving them for? A rainy day? Um, should I just slap it on the front here or should I go around the side? Probably around the, I think probably around the side, I reckon. Quick, quench. Quench. Yes. <laughs> but should, we're going we're gonna to make a magic hole in the wall. Where do you uh, think? Where do you like, think would be a good place to do it? Well, like like the time in in Valstir's Griff, uh, certainly round the back for the magic holes. <laughs> right. Uh, I mean, yes, we're going round the back. I mean, okay. where I am is sort of round the back, technically, in terms of from the house point of view. Is that not yeah. better to do it on I the opposite think... side of the house as opposed to just doing it? Round the back, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. It's yeah, it's it's it's, yeah, it's perspective in it. It's round round the back. It's depends on, okay. yeah, which way you're looking at. It. Um, okay, um, as as you as you get around the side, unfolding my two two well two things two things can I have a stealth roll from you. Oh, oh, disadvantage at this at disadvantage. But you've still got bad conspiration. And do you not have inspiration itself? Oh, we're fine. It's a 17 and an 18. So a 19 and a 20. Yeah, that's fine. So you make your way around to the side quite quite as you like. Um, Can I get from you a perception? Oh, okay. Uh, Perception. Um, I'm going to roll my bardic on that one. Uh, 19 overall, then. 19 overall. Um, As you're... As you're getting around to this side, um, you notice two things. The first thing is um, a small uh, bit of writing, um, which says "lid flash joke." Okay, just says that. Um, I can't read. Okay. <laughs> well, forget well, you you can. Dad was yeah, teaching me. That. In which case, you. You see some, in which case you see scribbles on the side of the on the side of the thing. Um, the other thing that you you notice is that one of round this side 
um, one of the side panels looks a little sticky outy. Oh, um, I push on that panel. Okay. Gently? Um, reactively, in that I push with enough force that if it moves gently, then I won't push harder. If it doesn't move, then I'll probably give it some okay. value. You push. Um, well, it's a, it's actually sort of as it's sticking out. It's sort of it's more than it's sort of pushing in and out like a um, a doorway. It's more a case of it's sort of sticking out, and you would sort of like it move the it to the side. Okay. Yeah. So you move it to the side a little bit, um, and as as you first of all, as you do that, you can see inside now, and you can sort of see from your vantage point, you can see see like the, the wheels of the carriage. Um, it the, the panel gets moves sufficiently far enough that um, you make a, you make a space that would be big enough you think to get a small person through, but certainly not for any of you four. Uh, I I I get Dweezil's attention. Dweezil, 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 Dweezil. I like that voice. Yeah, cruel. Yes. Um, uh, two things. Um, one, squiggles. Does it? Okay. Does it? Does it? Say, does it? Does it say anything cool? Uh, I'll kind of make my way around as stealthily as I can. Yeah, I'll allow. I'll allow your stealth cap to carry over. It says. Um, it says flap lift. Flap lift. Joke or something. <laughs> It says lid flash joke. Lid flash joke. Lid. F- it says lid flash joke. Lid flash. Do you want to write that down? Because because I won't be. Um... What's the point of writing it down? You can't read. <laughs> <laughs> no, you can write immaculately. It's just you can't read. Uh, yeah, I've got proper like. <laughs> I did handwriting lessons with no idea what I'm writing. Um, also, squiggles. Oh, but as well as squiggles, panel. Oh, Dweezil has a little flick of the panel. Realizes he's uh, it's, it doesn't produce an opening large enough for him. Um, where's Where's Sebastian? If only, had, if only we had a gnome or a weasel or a goat. Uh, you 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 could you you feel like um, Krill certainly when he was when he was manhandling it feels like you could take it off if you needed to if you if you wanted to force it off what and then be able to get through it yeah you could you could move it, it just was it was moving enough with the force he was applying to like with 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 a general sort of just a general push of it yeah. it was only get or slide of it it was only going far enough to be able to get you in. But you, you, Creole feels that realistically, if you were to smash it slash rip it off, you could all get inside. Ah, oh, go on. I, pull it off. I, I don't know why I'm doing it in the voice. I do that. Okay, can I get a strength roll from you, please? Then not a, not a saving throw, just a strength roll, strength. Um, twenty-three. Twenty-three. Okay, you um uh very easily uh well not very easily but easily enough with your strength uh managed to take it off unfortunately 
in doing so, you make quite a loud cracking noise that the, the wood sort of cracks into as you're pulling it off. <clears throat> um, and yeah. <laughs> but, no. but there is now, but there is now, and obviously at this, at this point, um, Quinch, can you roll me a perception? Prepare for some perceiving. Eight. Hmm. Eight. You don't even notice this happens somehow. Like, you're just just stood there and don't even realise that someone's ripped off the panel on the side of the thing. Um, but yeah, there is now... I, there is now I, I should say, just for, just for the purpose of the story then, I, I, I am continuing just to look around on the door, just inspect it. So I am preoccupied, let's say that. Yeah, you're probably looking in the hay to see if there's like any more weapons stored in there. Um, yeah, so there's now a big enough hole for the two of you. And indeed, Greg, if he wishes to descend to make your way inside the building. I mean, now I've seen them go inside the building, I think that I'd probably come down to join them. I think that was the plan anyway. It's up to you yeah, whether you want so, to stick to it, but I think... Yeah, no, that makes sense. I will do that. So I'll come down to the back of the garage, as I'm going to call it, where they are, and um, okay. yeah, just join the party. Okay, so you all make yourself uh, make your way inside. I don't know if you want to move your tokens inside. It's up to you. Um, so yeah, the three of you managed to find your way in and see a, um, a, a carriage stood there um, and uh, a blue dragonborn stood there. Um, you, you can all now see as well, there's, you've got the hay, the, the, the hay all around as well as the staircase leading up in the top right corner. Um, what do you wish to do from here? The carriage, the carriage is, as I say, there's no, there's no horses in here. You've got the front ignoring the picture. You've got the, uh, the, the front of it where obviously the, the, the driver would sit is in a couple of doors, either side or a door, either side, um, allowing you access into the carriage and, uh, yeah. Um, so who's this, who's this character that's in there? You said there was a blue dragonborn. Who's that? Oh, sorry, a blue dragonborn half-human. Sorry, sorry. I'll oh, sorry. The... Right. Oh, that's me yeah, then. Oh, sorry. Okay, I forget sorry. the very, very uh, important part of your character. I'm going to well. squeeze in, I think. Would I have any difficulty getting through, or is it a huge gap now? It's difficulty, but not so much that you can't get it through. Do we... Like, it's a tighter do... squeeze for you than the do other easy, two. I've but... got a splinter. Uh, what What we're saying, Nathan, 1d4? <laughs> yeah, 1d4... Um, Piercing damage. <laughs> um, can we see any signs of a trunk, like on the back of the carriage, or you know, like a footlocker kind of thing? Uh, no, there doesn't. And, and what's more, there doesn't appear to be. Uh, where are you looking? Sorry, on the back. The, uh, the carriage, just generally. A... Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, you see. Uh... No. You don't see any signs um, either on the back or even sort of underneath or on top of it. You don't see any signs of any sort of trunk or uh, luggage compartment. But this is an enclosed carriage, though, with like a, an enclosed seating area. Yeah, so it it's, could it's, very well be inside that. Yeah, very very stereotypical sort of thing that you'd see in in sort of. Um, Medieval shows or whatever, yeah. but probably not medieval, but you you get the idea. It's like a, an enclosed sort of seating area yeah. um, with just a high high seat for the driver. Um, have a look inside. 
Uh, you opening the door or are it's you peeking through? There's I'm a... assuming there's a window. What, what is this in the uh, corner? There's a window. So, sorry, we'll come back to that. Stairs. Oh, stairs going stairs, upwards. Um, you you look through the window, which there is no sort of glass or anything like that. Um, you look through the window and you can see that there are there's a there's a sort of row of seats where the back of the carriage would be, sort of, sort of facing forward. Um, and then there's just like a fairly, I wouldn't say large, but sort of quite a lot of leg room um, in in front of them. What did the thing say? Lid. Lid flush joke. Let's check upstairs. Yeah, I'm gonna go upstairs. Okay. Um, so you make start making your way upstairs. Uh, as you start ascending, getting a few steps up, you see that they lead up to the second floor, and you actually see as you get there a um, essentially a door leading into the the rest of the room, uh, sort of the rest of the, the the floor above you. Go on, Krill. Yeah, I mean. Let me try the door. Okay. Um, you stride on up. Uh, can I get a constitution constitution saving throw from you, please? I got an 11. But did I use my bardic? No, I didn't. You, you did use the bardic, yeah. Did I? For a part for a success? Oh, no, you said you was... Go- uh, I feel like you said you was going to, and you didn't. I can't actually... So you, go, you can go ahead. Me too. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I, I think you said you was going to on the strength thing, and then you decided not to because you got an eighteen and a nineteen. So a sixteen overall. Sixteen overall. Um, you, sir, take seven poison damage as you step on the top step. Um, you just feel the final step just sink a little bit, and as a dart just shoots out of the air and sort of sticks into you. Um, you take six poison damage. And on top of that, sorry, seven poison damage. And on top of that, you are now poisoned for the next ten minutes. Oh, I don't know what that means. Uh, it means essentially you have disadvantage on all uh, attacks and attacks and ability checks. Okay, so that shoots out, Dweezil. Uh, you that that happens to you. Does that change your plan? You're still going through the door. Does that sort of make you stop? Is, is actually as that happens, going back to let's go back to Dweezil as that happens. You're looking in the carriage. Are you doing anything? You're going into the carriage, or what are you doing? Um, I, th- I think I'll follow Krill up the stairs. Um, obviously seeing what's happened to Krill, putting two and two together, I'll avoid the top step. Although I think it's well, at the moment he's. At the moment, he's still technically on the top step because he hasn't gone through. There's a door. There's actually a physical door, you know, that he hasn't. He's not gone through just yet. Right. But you'll make a you'll make a mental note not to yeah. do that. Yeah. And I'll say to him, Krill, stop dicking around. Open the door. Oh, sorry, I didn't mean to get hit by the dart. I was really, really trying to not get hit by darts today. <laughs> um. It was that. It was that day. <laughs> Uh, yeah, Tuesdays are my no dart day, and I guess I've, I guess I've failed. I'll try again next week, um, and then I sort of step off the top step. Okay, um, what are you doing? I'm gonna again go for the door. My my intentions have. You are going changed. for the door. Okay. 
Okay. Um, Quinch and Greg, what are you doing while this is all going on? I'm still trying to find a, find a gap in the door for them to get into. <laughs> <laughs> Let's say, I think you've now perceived they've come from. Greg's been throwing okay, darts. Um, I think Greg would be intrigued by the wagon in front of him. Um, okay. So he's just generally like perceiving the wagon, just uh, to check it over, make sure everything's sound with it, and uh, it is just a standard wagon, and that there's nothing hidden under it, or you know, under the seat, so are you, that kind of stuff. Are, are you looking specifically for just for for something that is you know just, not there, or are you looking for traps? What which of the two are you looking he's for? He's looking for something that isn't meant to be there not so much traps more like secret compartments and things like that okay all right then so as you um okay can you roll me uh, an investigation check then please uh, it's a 14 plus uh two 16 16 as you're looking over the carriage um dweezel may have not noticed this but un- underneath um Underneath, you see that the bottom just seems to be a little bit lower than you would expect it to be. There's no, there's not like a sort of thing hanging off it or anything like that. It just seems like where you would perceive the floor of the carriage to be and the actual bottom of the carriage to be mm-hmm. just seems a bit deeper than you would have you would expect on a normal carriage. Um, Quinch, what are you doing? You, you're just still just milling about, just enjoying the time. I'll at least be watching what Greg is doing. Um, maybe I'll... You, you, Nate, you made reference to there being patches of hay on the floor, I think. Yep. Maybe I'll start sweeping these all away. See if there's <laughs> anything underneath them all. Of course you do. Of course you do. No one okay, just start... put, No one sticks little patches of hay dotted everywhere in a carriage house. It's weird behaviour. I mean, how many carriage houses have you been to? This is the first one in a while. Oh, do you remember the time in the carriage houses of... (laughs) 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 Right. We're going to do some... We're going to do some crazy shit now, yo. Um, Right. Let's see how I do this. It's always uh, good when your DM laughs at what your suggested action is. You thinking, oh, I'm going to uncover some sort of like hieroglyphics or some puzzle symbols. It's going to be like an escape room. But when your DM laughs at what you've chosen to do, you sort of this, already this know. This is me sort of giving you when I went answer. to a pigeon for information, for reconnaissance. Uh, <laughs> Sam and... Stuart should now be able to see something completely different to the rest of you, the other two of you. Oh, that is cool. That's that is, that's that's cool. Okay. So, um, so downstairs, Quinch and Greg are um, Quinch is tidying up. Greg is looking at the carriage and thinks that he's spotted something. Um, Krill and Dweezel. So Krill, you you how do you tell me about how you enter the room? Do you burst through or are you just um tenderly So I can't actually see the room very clearly, it's still loading for me. I can see that you've changed it, but it's still quite pixelated. Um Oh, okay. That... Maybe describe the room. Yeah, oh, we'll do. We, but just tell me how you go we... into the room first. Uh yeah, no. full 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 force. Um so as you 
as you stride through the through the door, as if you're um, a Karen looking for the manager, <laughs> I am. You I am a Karen. Find, <laughs> you find yourself. You find yourself. <laughs> you find yourself in a um, a room which is relatively smaller ceiling than the um, than the one you were just in. Um, it is. Uh, it has two beds in it. It has a sofa. Um, it has a, a wardrobe and uh, a desk and chair. It's fairly. It's fairly Spartan in terms of decorations. There's no sort of. There's no carpet. There's n- there's nothing in here. It's wooden floor. There's no decoration to speak of whatsoever. But it's very clear that this is a room. Um, a room that is intended to house people somebody whoever um can you roll me uh perception obviously you're at disadvantage have you moved enough to allow dweezil to come in dweezil, or you just stood in the doorway dweezil, would you like me to move and give you enough room to come in this please i'd like to see if i can perceive anything okay dweezil dweezil at, at, at normal uh krill at disadvantage if you could both both perceive uh, in fact, actually, in fact, Dweezil at advantage, Krill at strength. Oh, nice. Um, yeah, so 19. Oh, God. <laughs> 19, was that Krill? Uh, yeah, wait, plus perception, 22. 13. 22. For Dweezil. 13. Um, as you walk into the room, almost um, a second after you um, sort of take in everything that you can see, you suddenly hear a noise above you. Looking up, you see what appears to be a hatch in the ceiling um, just closing, uh, and you can see you can see through it someone escaping, as in they've gone they've gone straight out, and the hatch is just shutting behind it. How far away can is all, it? Uh, it's gone through the door. But can all four of you please roll me initiative? Oh. Thank you so much for listening to Dice and Desire. If you were hello, Quinch, what are you doing here? I thought I'd help out with the promo. No, Quint, no, come on. You're just going to talk about random place names that don't exist. No, I wasn't. I was going to talk to you about my adventures in Valaquanth, the very best that the Tendering Meadows has to offer. God, if you have to be here, at least read this out. Okay, what have we got here? <clears throat> Leave us a review on Apple or Podchaser. Oh, yeah, it was fine. It's pronounced Apple, but that was fine. Now read this bit. You can also follow us on Twitter, Facebook and Instagram. Just search Dyson Desire. I'm actually very surprised that was all pronounced correctly. Uh, thanks, Quinch. Thank you guys for listening. Do exactly as Quinch said and help us out in those various ways. And we look forward to sharing another episode with you very soon. After the loss of his father, Colin will start over at a new school in a new city and make new friends. None of this comes easy to Colin, but he quickly finds a small group of like-minded role-playing friends that accept him for the slightly awkward teenager that he is. At the weekends of Sebastian, he battles to save Callum's reach from the dark, malevolent creatures that inhabit the brood forest as part of their weekly game. During the week, Colin, prone to overthinking everything, must learn to face his own demons as he battles to fit in at Ridge Valley High School. Can Colin put into practice some of the skills that his character is learning and make the same impact at school as Sebastian is in the Brood Forest? Can his weekly game help Colin in more ways than he realises? 
The only way to find out is to read the book and see if Colin can become the warlock at Ridge Valley. <laughs>